The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at kfuo.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio. Christ for you anytime, anywhere, the messenger of good news, and we are listener-supported KFUO, AM850 here in the St. Louis region worldwide at KFUO.org. It's time now for our Moments in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Matt, this week we read Genesis 23 to 35, and uh, within a verse or two we find out the death of Abraham, and then uh, a lot of genealogy in there, and ends with the death of Isaac as well. And in there, do I see the start of Israel? That's exactly right, Gary. Uh, In fact, the Lord even specifically talks to Jacob and says, your name will be Israel, no longer Jacob, but Israel. So uh, even a name change that occurs. So yeah, when we're looking at the history of Israel, and most importantly, when we're looking at that promise of the coming Savior, the Messiah, uh, this is is all part of the story. This is all what we're looking ahead to. Exactly. Like I said last week, a lot of family tree stuff, but I, I did see that where the name change was to Israel. And I thought, oh, is this the beginning of Israel? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Gary. Yeah. Thanks for reading along, first of all. Thanks for, uh, yeah, that insight too. You're right. What stands out with you? Well, one thing that stood out with me, it's kind of funny. We have a a family here at Ascension who is uh, from Africa. They're from the Congo and they've come to the U.S. as refugees. And I've been meeting with them and sort of just answering questions they have about the the Christian faith and what Lutherans believe in particular. And they uh, came with sort of an unexpected question, you might say, a question I don't typically get. And I think it relates directly to our readings from this past week. So this family came and they they asked uh, about Uh, multiple spouses. What does the Bible say about having multiple wives in particular? In Africa, where they've come from, there's, there's quite a few instances where someone will have multiple spouses. So they said, well, hey, you know, we're reading through God's word and uh, they're reading these these chapters in Genesis even. And these people have multiple spouses. And, and maybe you picked up on that too, Gary. Right. So their question was, is that OK if people like Jacob and others have multiple wives? Is that OK if it's in the country they're in? Is it kind of like depending upon the law of the land? Is it one of those deals? Right. Uh, you know, kind of the marriage laws of the country you're in? Or is it something more? Does it go even deeper into God's law and God's intentions. So that that's what they're asking. So I, I think one way to look at it is to, to look at our reading today and realize the multiple spouse examples that we have are definitely descriptive of what was happening, but they're not prescriptive for us to follow. So that, that's one distinction we sometimes make when we read the Bible. There's things that are descriptive, but not prescriptive, if that makes sense. It does. All right. So they describe what was happening, but that does doesn't necessarily prescribe or, or tell us that that's what we should be doing. Right. So, so today's reading, you, you mentioned Jacob already, Gary, and uh, Jacob, he marries uh, Rachel, and then he also, well, first he marries Leah, and then he marries Rachel, and then on top of all that, um, and they kind of get in this battle of who can have the most kids, and they start throwing their servants <laughs> at Jacob, <laughs> and he starts having children with them. So you have this, this kind of strange relationship with two wives and two servants on top of that, and Jacob has children by all four of them. 
Mm-hmm. So it's it's like out of you know some kind of soap opera or reality show. That's what today, I was. It almost sounds like. I was thinking that when I was reading along. <laughs> this is like a bad soap opera. <laughs> yeah, I know. The thing is, when you look at what happens, you know, it's kind of like a Doctor Phil type question. You know, how's that working for you? Yeah. And uh, for Jacob, it didn't work so well. Right. So nothing but conflict comes out of that. A conflict between the wives, between Rachel and Leah, conflict between uh, the other uh, servant women, and then especially conflict between all the kids. So one of the the kids that are born is is Joseph uh, that's born uh, from Rachel. And, you know, the the musical Joseph and the Amazing Technical Color Dreamcoat. So that's that's where the musical comes from. Mm -hmm. And it boy, we see that the the other brothers hate Joseph and there's nothing but conflict. In fact, they even try to kill him and then sell him off to slavery. And we'll read about that in the coming chapters. But uh, the point for today is just simply that, no, having multiple spouses, it just Every example of the Bible, it just doesn't work out. There, there's conflict, there's problems, and it's just, again and again, we see it is not a good idea. To answer your question, Gary, uh, you know, what, what does marriage look like? Does it depend on the individual country? Does it depend on what it says in the Bible, something else? And it, pretty clearly, it depends on uh, what God has to say. God is the one who ordained marriage, who established marriage. So God's the one that gets to define what marriage looks like. I think the best place to go is a chapter we already read together, uh, Genesis chapter 2. Even before there's sin in the world, even before there's that fall uh, from Adam and Eve eating that forbidden fruit, we already read in Genesis 2.24, for example, uh, where God says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. So right there we see really that model for marriage that God gives us. It's a union between one man and one woman who are joined together and become that one flesh union until death do they part. So yeah, when, when God sees it's not good for Adam to be alone, God doesn't create two or three wives for Adam. He just creates one. Uh, one's enough and one's <laughs> what God intends. So yeah, whether America, whether Africa, you know, God's attention for marriage is uh, that, that joining of, of one man and one woman for life. And, uh, and that's a beautiful thing. And it's one a relationship where, yeah, there's conflict, but not as much conflict as if you had multiple partners. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, as, as we've seen reading these chapters. Exactly, Gary. So, I mean, it's just kind of a proof that, yeah, it's nothing but trouble for yeah. Jacob and uh, for others that we read about, too, that have multiple spouses. So, again, uh, descriptive of what they did doesn't make it right, though, and it certainly doesn't prescribe what we should do when it comes to our marriages. Would you like to lead us in a prayer? Yeah, sure. I'd be happy to, Gary. Thanks. Uh, Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for your gift of marriage. Thank you for that uh, beautiful model that you give to us of two people joined together, a man and a woman for life. Uh, Lord, in that that picture of marriage, not only do you know what you're talking about for our good, uh, but you also show us that relationship between Christ and his bride, the church. Uh, We thank you especially, Lord, for Christ's love for us. His love is so great that he laid down his life to redeem us, to save us, to save us even for the times when when perhaps we get marriage wrong or perhaps sin in our own marriages. Uh, Thank you for that, Savior. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, most definitely, Gary. Thanks for letting me share a few thoughts from our readings. And uh, just want to remind our listeners, next week, our readings, if you'd like to read along with with Gary and I, uh, Genesis chapters 36 through 44. Okay, 36 through 44. Sounds good. Great.
appreciate it. How, anything going on at the church we need to know about? Well, you know, we, we have a church that has also has a school, Word of Life Lutheran, and uh, church school is back in session. So uh, both online opportunities and in person, and uh, so far so good. Everyone's nice and healthy, and uh, we pray that continues to be the case. That's always good to know. I'll talk to you next week, Matt. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Gary. Take care. AMA 50 KFUO, the messenger of good news. Remember, you follow along on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO radio.